Welcome to the ECG Podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week's episode for August 7th, 2020, we're going to be talking a little bit about Sony's state of play, Microsoft's big announcement regarding Halo going free to play, and maybe some fan backlash along with it, and also the pros and cons of console exclusivity for third-party games. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida, joining you uh, tonight along with George Arevalo from Miami, Florida. What up, what up? And we got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Cam Newton is officially on the practice field. (laughs) All right, yeah. Wouldn't be an intro if we didn't have an NFL reference. Um, Well, we've almost made it to the end of a week. And along with that, we've got some video game news. Um, I will, Zach, you know what? Like you pick, what what would you like to discuss first, man? We don't have to have any rhyme or reason. There often is none, especially when Bobby's around on the show. So uh, I'm going to let you (laughs) take our first topic here and let's roll with it. Uh, yeah, man, let's, let's jump right out the gate and talk about that, that Spider-Man exclusivity to, to PlayStation and how, while I totally get it, right? Like Sony wants to keep Spider-Man, the brand exclusive to the PlayStation because of the game, you know, Sony does have the movie rights. I I don't know if that plays into anything. They just want so the name Spider-Man associated with Sony, you know? Um, but I, I don't think they wanted the success of um the standalone spider-man game to in any way shape or form help you know on on the xbox by having spider-man be like oh now we can play a spider-man you know we now we have our own it's like as much as it's it it sucks for the xbox player like like myself um you know I, i i get it um i don't like it at all um, I would very much like to play Spider-Man on the Xbox. Um, it's not going to sway me to get it on the PlayStation. Um, but I mean, I, I'll, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't jealous. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I, I get that it's, you know, it, it's a business. It's, it's a business move. Um, and yeah, I like I said, it's 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 a bummer that that it it's not a. It would. I feel like it would ease the burn a little bit, maybe if if Xbox, like they did with like Soul Calibur and stuff, where they put exclusive characters in each one. I feel like if maybe that was the case, that'd be cool. But you know, just give him one, especially the most popular like superhero in the Marvel catalog. Like it's kind of a bummer. I mean, he's arguably the most popular superhero ever. Like right, like it's like Batman, Superman, Spider Man. You know, I think Superman probably has the edge, but I think Spider Man's right there. You know, um, that's it's a shame. Like me, I, I might be swayed to get it on the PlayStation. I mean, Spider Man is too big of a character to just miss out on. Um, I'd have to know more about the game and and his role in in the game, but that's just awful, man. I understand it. I wouldn't be surprised if like Microsoft is not allowed to have Spider-Man in, in, on the Xbox, you know, and it's not. Um, but damn, like you're, you're, you're the, the both versions cost the same, right? They're both going to be sixty bucks, and if you pay that price on the Xbox, you are getting less content. I'd be okay with hey, you know, it, like I don't. I feel like maybe Square Enix their hand was forced, like they had to put Spider-Man on 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 the PlayStation. But then you give something else to Xbox, man. Put something else there. Even I mean, there's no other character that you could put on there 
that would compare to Spider-Man. Spider-Man is the most popular Marvel character by far. But, like, it would have shown a lot of good faith if you just gave Xbox something. You know, whether you're, I don't know, I don't know the extent of the, what characters are involved, but whether it's a Wolverine, a Deadpool, they've had a Deadpool Xbox game. So if you gave them something, you know, some something, some feature, cool. Then it might even incentivize people to to play them on both, you know, the Xbox and 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 PlayStation. But to give them the same game, and so you know, PlayStation users will get Spider Man, and Xbox gets Jack. Shit, that's that's fucked up, you know. And and man, I don't know, man. I I, I part of me, out of principle, wants to get the Xbox game because screw you, like that's what I, I would have always wanted to prefer to play it on the Xbox. But Spider Man's kind of a big deal, man. And if he's having a significant role in the game um it's it's hard to pass on that and and what's even more crazy is like it's not just spider-man that they're getting as as far as characters go spider-man's the only one the only exclusive character that's going to be in the entire game they said that he's the only one tied down to exclusivity but like they're also getting like uh hold on there's a they put out a list uh Whenever a new hero appears, PlayStation players will get a, a month of exclusive access to an outfit, emote, takedown, nameplate, and this includes the six heroes launching with the game on September 4th. PS Plus subscribers will get even more, unlocking a bundle for every hero that includes another outfit, nameplate, and 100 credits to spend. On top of that bundle, on top of that, a bundle will be available for Miss Marvel at launch. PS4 players will also be the first to get into the beta. Um... And uh, they get, um, there was other stuff too, but it's like crazy, like how much content they're getting versus us, like George was saying, for the same, for the same price. So I definitely understand the business side of things. Um, Square and Sony seem to be very cozy at the moment. Uh, Final Fantasy VII launching for an entire year on PlayStation. It's been one of my favorite games this year, a little over long, but like I really enjoyed playing it. Um, there's rumors today, take it with a heaping grain of salt, it hasn't gained much traction, that Final Fantasy 16 might also have a year exclusivity on uh, PlayStation when that comes out. You know, who knows when? Um, and then, of course, like the news. With uh, PlayStation now, I mean, and to be unequivocally, uh, you know, uh, identified with as a uh, PlayStation system, like, or brand. So. On the one hand, like, yes, I do understand the business side, but um, I think you guys have all made very valid points for playing the same price for the game and getting less content. Um, we are, you know, like de-incentivized to buy it. Like if I even buy this game and I'm still like an if on this, um, I, you know, I feel like I would buy it on a PlayStation, but I don't really want to, which is kind of an icky feeling, right? Like to go, all right, I, you know, if, if I play this, well, this is clearly why I mean, there's too much incentive not to. Um, even though that's not my primary place to play that, like, um, I, w I wanted to ask you guys, you know, because there's the year exclusivity and because Square has been dodgy in the past, and they seem pretty dodgy now. Does Sony, uh, or sorry, does Spider Man come to other consoles like after a year? Like, is it something that they're just not commenting on? You think never, ever, ever? I, I, I don't think so. I, I'm, I, I think I read an article, um, where, um, it was I don't know if it was the game director or somebody from the game pretty much broke it down and said that like this is 
he's a Sony thing, and and it has it, they he pretty much said it has to do with the fact that Sony um has um that relationship with Marvel already, and and Spider Man was already so successful there and everything. So uh, I I don't think it's going to be something that we'll get down the line, but. The only thing that gives me hope for him possibly coming to the Xbox is if crossplay happens, because then you can't have Spider-Man swinging around with people on the Xbox and they don't get the chance to play as him because that would be ridiculous. So if and if they uh, they open up crossplay, I think in on top of that, we're giving Xbox players access to Spider-Man as well. So. um here is a f- before we move on a funny oh, quote shit. that I- oh, God damn it. oh that's bobby uh bobby you can uh join God the uh the zoom meeting if you want to see our faces and welcome to the uh the podcast fashionably late as always i thought this was funny um so here is a uh, quote from uh comic book um dot com in which a um so this is scott amos who's studio co-head was trying to like I guess ease concerns and instead like it's the most fucked up like wandering hey i if you told me donald trump said this i'd believe you um just because of how like word salady this is but this is from kotaku.com quoting an interview from comicbook.com so the beauty of spider-man and what spider-man represents as a character and as a relationship with playstation and marvel we happen to be can execute and deliver when it comes down to choices of where and what spider-man can be that's a relationship question that PlayStation absolutely has the rights to. That, as you know, with Sony ownership there and Marvel with Sony saying, hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform. Okay. And so what we do as creators is say, this is an opportunity that we can make something unique and fun and awesome that we all, you just talked about Black Widow and to be able to have that experience. So we love the idea of being able to bring this PlayStation players. But I really do think that people will listen behind that. But in general, we're making this game for everybody <laughs> what make you feel no, not at all i think what i think what you boil all that down to is what we said that it's like you know it's a business move like i, I just feel like don't comment on it like just let people get mad and and um you probably just stay silent on this or just say like you know we have um a business relationship with sony that resulted in you know spider-man being an exclusive character that like people aren't going to like that but at least they understand it um to say well like you know we this is a great experience and this game is for everybody mostly but <laughs> i don't know i don't know man did you quote square enix or did you quote the president um no i'm not gonna go there but it's just <laughs> so i mean i don't know what the hell they're supposed to do there's no there's no there's no being around the bush like yeah sucks we had to do this for we had to do this for sony we had to do this for playstation users but if you can't give something to to the xbox people i mean and then then it's fucked charges less for the game charge 10 bucks less for the game and and this uh, to, to to go back to your earlier point this to me is nothing at all similar to um playstation getting a game earlier than xbox because that's still the same game you know like that happened with final fantasy that's happening with final fantasy 7 too right um you know like that's fine like that's that's fine. The game, I'm, I don't have an issue with that. It coming out later. There's plenty of other types of games. I think Horizon is just coming out for the PC. Um, that's okay. You want to give them early access to the game? That's fine. But at the end of the day, you're paying 50, 60 bucks, same price for less product. Uh, um, 
and and again just spider-man is too, you know too big of a thing they did that with destiny and it was like a strike or something you know or like a gun like something very innocent and small not that relevant to the game but spider-man like dude i mean counterpoint you got that content a year later in Destiny. like so i always ever the optimist when i feel like it try to look at it uh okay well now a new expansion is launching in destiny and i get an extra strike on top of what's in that expansion right because i got the one from the year before i try to look at it like that where it's like yeah it's coming eventually um there's only one example where the exotic and destiny mattered where um there was like a six month period where a hand cannon called Hawkmoon was totally broken in PVP. By the time they, you know, launched it on Xbox, they had patched it. So we never got to experience what that gun felt like to just absolutely wreck everybody in the crumble. But nah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. U- ultimately, you know, when you've seen this in other games, it's something that's not that big, like a that big of a factor into the game as a whole. But I just can't see how Spider Man on one and and not on the other would be would be okay even if it came a year later i'd still have a problem with that because spider-man is too big of of you know a piece of the marvel universe too big of a star it's it's way too big to give it to someone and 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 leave xbox users out even if it was temporary even if it was for uh for a year you know and I, i don't think we would see it any earlier than a year if it was a month I mean, I guess it's whatever, like, I'll deal with it. I would deal with it, but it still seems just stupid and fucked up. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't, doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it, yeah, I don't like it at all. Especially because, like, he's going to have his own story introduction. Like, he, it's not just going to be, like, Spider-Man's in the game. Like, he's going to have his own story beats in there. He's going to have his own upgrade trees, man, his own costumes. Like, it's he's going to have so much that it's it's, like, pretty substantial. And, like, how does that change how the game's going to be, like, is he going to be woven into like DLC later on in the game like that? Like that we're oh, not going to have. Fuck, like, man. <laughs> I can't imagine if they sell that to X to, to, to Xbox users as DLC down the line. Oh hell, that would, that, that would, I, you know, I would have said before you mentioned that, that this could not get any worse, but that well, would I didn't, absolutely worse. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like, is uh, is he gonna be a part of stories in DLC for PlayStation that like we won't have because like we'll, you know what I'm saying or is he not yeah, gonna be woven into the story? They do like, like a Venom and Carnage DLC that's like exclusive to like Sony and like in your Xbox you're going like what the fuck like I want right? to fight Venom and Carnage like you know or maybe you fight Venom and Carnage but like you have to do it as like Bozo you know the Marvel clown or something instead of like yeah. <laughs> And I mean, just think about, do you guys remember like not that long ago when we thought we were not going to get Spider-Man in the MCU, that whole, that whole debacle. And just think about how everybody felt about potentially losing out on Spider-Man in the MCU. Well, that's what you just did to Xbox, you know, Xbox only players. Like that's, that's so messed up, man. That's yeah. I feel like the equivalent, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, like, like, Spider-Man has as much like star power as like the entire X. Like, I feel like if like you know if you put the entire X-Men team on like you know Microsoft's platform, like that's roughly the amount of like probably player desire. Like you know because he's yeah just, like, for sure. No, you're absolutely right. 
but like the whole concept of it being exclusive to Sony becomes more understandable if you give Xbox something. Like I, yeah, like I said earlier, there's nothing you can give Xbox to match Spider-Man. I mean, the closest thing is like a Wolverine, right? That's probably the next more popular character that's not already in the game. You know, maybe a Wolverine, but it's still not Spider-Man, you know? Or even if it's a package, and even if it's lesser characters, whatever, but like it's you're giving Xbox something to acknowledge that. And then I don't think the backlash is there because I think we can all understand that Sony's, uh, you know, Spider-Man is exclusive to Sony. It probably has something to do with the movie rights and all of that too. There's a reason, you know. Um, the biggest swing and a miss, by the way, besides the exclusivity thing. By the way, I was blown away. I thought for sure this was going to be Yuri's Spider-Man, right? Like Yuri who voices like him in the uh, the game. I thought surely if you're going to go. All that, like, what a big fucking stupid miss to, like, not put your Spider-Man. You might as well, right? Like, if, if you're going to buy the exclusivity to not have, like, your the same voice actor and, like, you know, like, loosely tie it in to, like... Another missed opportunity. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just shitty situation all around. But I guess moving on, right? Yeah, moving on. Um, uh, George, I'll let you take the next topic. We can do Halo. We can talk uh, State of Play. Uh, up to you. I want to talk Halo. Okay. <laughs> Start us off, my man. You're big into multiplayer, and this week they announced yeah. multiplayer free for everybody, even if you don't have Game Pass, and 120 FPS. How are you feeling about this? First of all. So I'm all... I, I love that, right? Because I am a multiplayer guy, and making this game available to literally everyone, um, you know... It's going to give us the best experience, you know, like you're going to get the best players. You're going to get the, the you're going to have the most fun. The more people that are playing a multiplayer game, the more successful it's going to be. Um, I think it's a unique strategy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's odd. Like, you know, what incentive do you have to buy the game? But I guess given that it's a game pass thing and they're banking on people um, being, you know, uh, I guess I think it might just be a marketing strategy to get people on board with game pass to see what uh what kinds of things that they that they can provide us um but ultimately like i i'm super excited for it um let everybody play this game make it free to play all the biggest multiplayer games right now are free to play you know in some extent when you with warzone fortnite apex you know you, you know it's it's available to everybody um the more the merrier um you know i guess before we go into the backlash like what do you guys think about the the whole multiplayer free to play I think it's one of the smartest things they've ever done. Like, you know, they're going to monetize it with skins and some other stuff like um, make your player base big. Uh, if it's compelling, good gameplay, it'll speak for itself. It will incentivize people undoubtedly to get Game Pass Ultimate if they're curious about the campaign, assuming that like that's not a total shit show. And we'll go to that. In a um, and yeah, man, I think it's it's on brand for Microsoft right now, which is kind of consumer friendly trying to be as inclusive as possible like with players right like we want you to play on our platform play games however you want wherever you want platform get as many people as possible i think like with xcloud like if especially if like xcloud out of beta like works well like holy fuck man. like playing on your note 20 or um your you know tablet or wherever it is like on the go would be super super cool to to do that um so, I mean, I don't really think there's anything negative about, you know, the game. 120 FPS sure sounds tasty for, like, for a shooter, you know? Like, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. It, it does, it sounds, 
sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you're also going to attract the, the elite players back too. A lot of the, the, the high-end PvP guys, they don't care. About, and I'm not including myself on this, but a lot of them don't care for campaign, story mode, PvE, that kind of thing. Um, and Halo lost a lot of luster, you know, with, with you know, the, the most recent um, editions of that game. So making it available to everybody is like putting a, you know, a fresh start on the franchise, uh, getting everybody back in to give it another shot. And, and, you know, if you're confident in your product, you'll keep them, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll earn that, that customer base back. I also think they said they were bringing in, bringing back like the customization from Halo Reach and stuff, which I thought was awesome. And uh, I hope that they um, tie a lot of like, if, if, if customization is going to be a big thing, I hope it's not all, you know, bought. Like I, I'd like to be able to earn a lot of my, um, earn a lot of my armor and stuff and be able to show that off and everything, especially in, in, in a game that's going to be free to play. You know, there's going to be a lot of people. So, you know, if if you're wearing armor that states that you did something specific in order to get it, like that, it's 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 even better to show off. Um, yeah, I'm 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 super on board for it. Uh, I think the more people, I I don't think Halo's multiplayer has ever been its problem. Halo 5's multiplayer was um, uh, uh, it was praised. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was universally loved by PvP pvp players like yeah you're 100 correct I, as much as people hated the campaign they loved like the multiplayer like twice so, yeah and and bringing the aesthetic back to like what halo looked like before halo 4 uh is also going to uh, i feel attract more people because they like that that aesthetic better than the, the hyper realistic one that halo 4 and 5 were going for bobby uh welcome to the chat live from your uh, from your motor vehicle i see from from the video how are you buddy and would you like to weigh in on halo going free to play and um 120 fps i like it man a few <laughs> words <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> he has spoken i uh yeah I, yeah that sounds fun yeah yeah i like it free to play is good I mean, so are you incentivized to now play like Halo where you wouldn't otherwise? Like, let's say if you're not a Halo guy, would you check this uh, out free? Yeah. I mean, I was going to get Halo regardless because I'm going to buy both consoles and I need something to play on the other one. Uh, so I, I liked Halo. It should be fun. Very cool. And I'm glad they did an upgraded uh, trailer with uh, graphics to settle oh, everybody with the separate. other Halo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it looked yeah, better, no doubt. Like, uh, so like seeing it in 4K, it looked better. Um, that that's a nice transition actually to our other point was like the backlash. Like, um, no easy, pretty way to say this. Um, most people, I would say, like, were not impressed. Like, some people certainly felt better than others. Like watching the uh, gameplay reveal, but a lot of uh, I would say majority of the internet um, came away less impressed. I think we all expected. Um, that like how are you guys like with some time and distance behind us like what are what are our thoughts i, I didn't care at first until until like i digested it heard the complaints and then put it into perspective right because like for me for me personally all i care about is gameplay when it comes to halo multiplayer like a competitive fps right like i just care about gunplay 
map design and not not visually but like does the map work like that kind of stuff is all i cared about and i'm like I, you know i won't know if that's good enough until i play the game but then when i heard about all the complaints that people had i started to think about it and i was like you know what like microsoft dug it their own grave you know this is their flagship game they've been saying all along that they've got the most powerful console ever you know uh, for all for, for all we've heard so far it seems like the, the the Series X is going to be at least slightly superior to the to the to PlayStation the PS5 in terms of what it what it has. Now, what, how much they're going to use, how much is going to be showcased, we don't know. But it seems like it's going to be the more more powerful uh, system. And Halo is your flagship game at launch. That trailer, that debut, did not show any of that. So. You know, even even you know the updated the 4K one. Yes, it looks better, but it still doesn't showcase any of the things that would make you, that you know that Microsoft would have you believe is the more powerful system. You did not put that on display, not at the Xbox showcase, not in the video that you posted afterwards. Um, you know that does not mean that Halo is going to be a bad game, but. You know that was you know that was your opportunity to show that that's what that's what it was going to be. They made it seem like Halo was going to be like this generational visual masterpiece, and it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. And despite some of their like you know PR stuff since then, like I still don't think it's going to be that. I don't think that Halo is going to be the game that shows us all of that um, because I just don't see it. Not to mention that the way that Halo is, it looks it looks like the traditional Halo games, which I'm fine with. But, you know, Halo has never been, like, a visual juggernaut. It's about gameplay for the most part, you know? Um, so while I, I don't have an issue with, like, it doesn't make me, like, less confident that Halo is going to be a good game, um, I do think that Microsoft just set themselves up poorly by, by leading us to believe that it was going to be something like that. So the, oddly enough, like, the, the graphical stuff has me less worried than the this is going to be a platform like in the, in the last halo release for the foreseeable future like the fact that they're like they've basically said like without saying like this is going to be a destiny like makes me way more nervous because no comp to my knowledge like in recollection no company has ever nailed at launch the games as a service model like almost every single game that has launched as a game service has taken a year or more to find their groove and like really make it work do you really want to roll those dice for your flagship title and, and try games service like for the first time with like, you know, your new Halo game? Like it seems like an incredible gamble for what for something that could just be like, you know, essentially a slam dunk. If you have just a, a compelling story and like nail that campaign and the multiplayer. So, I mean, that's that's my personal take on it is like the graphical stuff kind of sucks, but like um just switching up the formula like all of a sudden um in a traditionally very hard to like break into or, or like style of gameplay um zach how about you um i wasn't i wasn't you know super blown away by the graphics or anything like that i also didn't look at them and be like damn this does not look good uh, especially when i watched in four Okay, in 4K, I thought, you know, sure. Um, is 
running at 60 frames per second in its areas of that game. I know it's not open world entirely. Um, I'm it's almost I would say akin to the new Gears game in the extent where you'll have big areas where you can explore, but also narrow sections that you're going to have to go through. And um, the, the, has, the game has to, I would assume, compensate for that. But I guess, as George was saying, the hope was the Series X would be able to allow both of those things to happen at once, you know, have that graphic pow- graphical power and be able to run games at 60 frames per second continuously in, in the campaign, at least. So uh, it, it, it's a little disappointing, yeah, because, you know, um, again, like George was saying, we we don't really, we haven't really been like showcased the power of these consoles yet. Like everyone keeps saying that they're really powerful, and everyone keeps talking about all these cool features on them. You know, PlayStation's SSD is like going to change the game, and Xbox is the most powerful console to ever exist. And you know, but you know, like I said, the flagship for a flagship title, it didn't it didn't show off like what it could be. You know. Um, I I think games like the medium is going to like show off what what the console can do because they straight up said we can't make this game on previous consoles because of what we're trying to do. So like I want to see stuff like that, you know? Um I don't know if Halo's doing anything um with the tech that's like going to blow us away. I I don't know exactly what it entails, but um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for Halo nonetheless. But as far as you were saying, like the games as a service method, I'm actually I'm kind of intrigued and excited to see how they build upon this because um, I'd like to see, um, you know, them stick to their vision, and I want to know, you know, exactly what Halo as a platform entails. I I I personally didn't look at it like a games as a service type deal, more as like your what just going to get maybe big chunks of new halo or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's campaign that they're talking about or if it's multiplayer, if they're going to expand on or, or what, but um, I'm, I'm excited to see where that, where that goes. And uh, uh, I hope it's not like a games as a service type deal. I I hope it is just like significant uh, chunks of games uh, of halo content, maybe more frequently, than we would normally get, you know, instead of waiting five, three, four, five years till the next game. Uh, so I think like, that'd be cool, you know, uh, keep fans all, always on, always in there, always playing Halo. You know, you get the multiplayer for free and then you the, continue. I mean, the promise to continue delivering um, sizable chunks of content down the line. So I, I think that'd be really cool. I'd be all for it. If like, you know, they, if they can streamline it and, um, simplify it so that it like less like loot driven i think that's the thing that usually um trips up a lot of people to do the games service and how to balance that you know chase for loot without feeling like predatory for your player base where like they're kind of wasting time like the time invested is like on what you get for loot like i think it's streamline it and it is yeah just like um a year after halo infinite's launch you get like a new campaign you know like a, a sizable seven 12 hour campaign where like here's a new area and here's a new threat and like it's to some degree continuing the story of infinite but like the launch infinite feels complete like after you beat it like i'm all for that man like if, if they streamline it i'm just a little bit nervous because we don't know what it is yet and i hope that they don't try to go too crazy with it right like i hope they kind of core of like you know what makes halo <laughs> halo so how would you feel if they like 
if you know you you beat the Halo Infinite campaign and you do all that, and these you know pieces of content that they put out after are maybe are maybe like uh, ODST soldier stories or other Spartan stories, stuff like others Halo stories, you know, not just Chief. Oh man, I think they tried that already with Locke, and it was a massive failure. I think you got to keep Chief at the core, right? Like, um, I think well, you could have. I- you can have compelling characters like if it's from chief's like perspective like sure like absolutely like, um you know i just i don't know yeah i think Locke didn't sit well because they they kind of you know i don't want to say shoehorned him in but you know they forced you to play as him he wasn't super interesting and he took the limelight away from chief uh I was saying, like, however the infinite story completes, you know, they could still definitely put out more chief content. But, you know, to keep uh, the, you know, Halo platform, like they said, alive and to keep delivering content, like, I feel like if you're using Halo Infinite as a platform, it'd be cool for us to get other stories in the Halo, you know, world akin to the same gameplay and everything. But, like, it'd be cool to see, like, what other spots and stuff are doing because, you know, Chief's not the only one out there fighting. Like, there's got to be stuff going on. Like, Halo Reach is one of my favorite stories ever. It has nothing to do with Chief. So, like, they there's definitely those awesome stories out there to tell. So, I mean, I I, that, I think that'd be really cool as something to do. Bobby, do you have anything to add before we uh, move on to Sony's uh, state of play? Oh, I will touch on um on this. Like, I don't, like... It's not really a hundred percent confirmed, like that it's gonna be a game service like like that like you might think, like Destiny or Anthem. You know, like they want it, they want the game to be alive for like ten years. And I mean, they could do that kind of like Overwatch, you know, um, where you're adding game modes, uh, maps, expansions, and stuff like that, as opposed to having it like a, you know, like a, a living breathing game kind of like say a destiny or whatever so i hope that that that's what they mean that it's like probably gonna have seasons you know new content new customizations new guns maybe cycling out old guns for new guns stuff like that um that would be cool i hope they're not trying to go the route of like like a destiny or an anthem because that i don't think is what anybody wants but uh um so hopefully it's something like that but uh, but but i guess we'll find out Oh, man. Maybe that comes down to communication too. Like, I, I'd feel a lot better if they, like, you know, this close to launch, like, said, hey, like, we'll have a lot of more detail to come, but like, this is what, like, you know, the first, like, six to 12 months of this game, you know, will look like. This is what that means. Like, um, so. All right. Well, let's move on to Sony's state of play. Um, which uh, just aired. We're recording this on Thursday the sixth, so it was just today. Um, I know George, you said you were watching it. Um, <clears throat> Zach, did you get a chance to watch it as well? Yes, I did watch it. Okay. Um, we don't have to hit on everything by by any means, but like, uh, let's start with like our general impressions, and then just if there's any highlights uh, for you guys. Like, I thought overall this is what I expected. They did a good job, um, you know, tempering expectations and telling us what we're in for. Um, you know, uh, I, I liked it. Like I, I, you know, I saw some stuff that, um, I was interested in certainly. And, uh, like there, it, it sort of solidified for me, like other games that I don't think are, are, are going to necessarily for me. So 
George? What did you think overall? Uh, I thought it was cool. Uh, um, you know, nothing, nothing special. Like nothing that I'm too too like hyped up about. Um, I mean, seeing Crash Bandicoot is pretty cool. You know, um, I only played those games like in demos, like messing around kind of thing. But it's nice to see that kind of come back. Um, looks like they're you know not doing anything too too crazy with it. Um, so it should be you know should be fun if you like that kind of thing. I don't see myself playing it, but it was it's it's kind of cool to see that come back from obviously that's from my childhood and stuff. Um, uh, other highlights for me were like uh, the whole the whole Hitman trilogy is going to be playable in PSVR. That sounds like um, that was nuts. Like like that sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. You know, if it if it doesn't induce PTSD for 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 you, but um if you're into the the, the psvr that that's probably going to be a really cool um cool experience um some of the platformer games like it's not really my thing um vader immortal something that i've always wanted to play um so that might make, make make me consider getting it someday um but the things that stuck out to me personally like i thought that genshin impact game looked kind of cool um it had some like breath of the wild like air, world vibes um which i thought was kind of neat and i like that kind of style of game um obviously godfall looks really cool too um but you know nothing um nothing nothing earth shattering i don't think so zach uh you can do overall impressions or you can just you know hit on your highlights um i'll go last because i have things that uh i like or like not that i didn't like but just um, yeah I, I think uh i think overall it was it was fine uh, nothing like like you said. They did a pretty good job at temp, uh, you know, making sure our expectation expectations were in check. Um, you know, no huge PS5 news, nothing like that. You know, as much as everybody's still waiting for that price and waiting for the release date. But um, yeah, I mean, nothing really uh, jumped out at me. Like, check this out. Like this. Like walking away. Like man, that game really like blew me away. Um, my biggest gripe, and I, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I, I feel like in demos, right, like the Godfall demo, they were sh like showing us exactly how to perform combos and stuff like that. Like you hit square, square, circle, and you'll do a slashing move and stuff like that. Like just show us the slashing move, you know? I don't need to know how to perform that move in a demo where a game's not coming out for a couple of months. Just... Show me all the cool stuff that I can do. I don't know. I don't need to know how to perform it. Just show me everything. You know, like they only showed two weapons out of the five. If they had showed the five and all the different moves that all five can do instead of just some of the moves that two can do and how to do them like that, that stuff's, you know, I mean, it's cool to see the systems of the game and how it works and all that. But uh, like I said, it's, you know, that can be something where they like they should have showed us some really cool gameplay, which it was cool. And but then they should have been like, if you want a more in-depth look at the gameplay, come check out the YouTube video where we'll break down all the different combos you can pull off and everything. Like, I feel like that's where that fits in. Like, it, I feel like it kind of it kind of like uh, was like filler material kind of almost. But yeah, I, I think other than that, it was cool. Uh, I'm, I'm still intrigued by Godfall. Like, I just think it's weird to do that kind of thing in a presentation like that. And then um, what was that other one with the bow and arrow? I forget the name of it. Pathless. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. I was intrigued by that too. Um, and then that other one, uh, the hood game, kind of reminded me of like Assassin's Creed multiplayer type deal. Um, but in in you know, they kind of only showed a little bit of like gameplay. 
Uh, it was very much um, a CG trailer driven, but I, I think it kind of looked like it was like a mixture of two, like they were woven between. But uh, I think the concept, like it, it looks cool. Like I want to know more about it. Like I want to know it's like how a many people of, like Rainbow Six Siege and um, like uh, yeah, For Honor or something like that. Yeah, right? and then like it was it was pretty like brutal, like smashing people's faces with the hammers and stuff like that. Like it looked like really cool, like something that I'd be super interested in. So um, I that's that was probably my biggest takeaway because I had no idea about that game. So yeah, that was it's like a. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned Godfall and then Pathless because I, I agree with that. Like, what the hell do we care about how uh, a combo works, right? Like, it's not really, it's nothing new. That's just how those games work. And then you mentioned Pathless because Pathless, I thought, was a good example of when you should do that, right? If you notice, that game tells you that you're not, it's you're, you're shooting an arrow, a bow and arrow, but you're not doing it in the traditional sense where you're drawing the string and letting it go. It's supposed to be about precision. So that's when you tell us about how the game, this is not like, you know, like a shooter bow and arrow game. This is a, a precision thing where it's the whole point of the game is moving fast. That's when you tell us about how you do something in the game when you're going to introduce something that's new um, or something that's a little bit unconventional. Not to tell me that it's, you know, you know, square, uh, circle, circle, X does this shit, you know, like, I mean, whatever. Uh, but I thought so that's what uh, this tutorial is for, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, why? Sure. Why are you showing us a tutorial in a presentation video? Like, I just don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And and then you can even and if you don't want to show everything off, you could do it like like I thought Crash Bandicoot's presentation was like perfect. You know, for what for what the game is, like it tells you about these masks, right? And then it leaves one out and says, I don't want to tell you about what this last one does, but it's gonna be really cool. You have to check the game out. Like that was it was done super tastefully, right? Like. Like that was a perfect presentation for what that game is, and if you're into that series, like you're gonna be excited about it. And it didn't give you everything, you know. Um, it was just. But imagine if they were like, "Yeah, hit A to jump on a box," and you know, yeah, like, like that. Like yeah. I don't, I don't need to know that to play to like to make this game look interesting to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it. Nobody walked away from that. Like I'm glad I know how to pull off a slash and combo now, man. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. So. Um... Godfall actually was like detrimental. Like my interest like tanked so bad for watching the state of play for that game because like when I first saw the reveal, I was like, oh cool, they're doing like a Dark Souls like kind of game where there's like maybe it's like loot centric. Like, eh, all right. Like the more I saw this game today, the less like interested I was, where it was like, oh, this is gonna be like Borderlands, but like oh, with melee. like melee combat. And, you know, they were like, well, your loot's going to be important, but also skill. And I'm like, well, like, that's kind of true of any looter shooter. But at the end of the day, like, if your gear is underleveled, like, all the skill in the world's not going to matter. Um, and that, that, like, that's just, that's not for me. like for a melee, con like, for melee stuff, I like skill, skill, skill. Like, I like cosmetic shit. But at the end of the day, like, I want this to, like, you know, teach me how to be better at the game, not like push back and, like, you're 10 levels below like should be to, to do this like um crash bandicoot looked great like i've never played a full crash bandicoot bandicoot, ah, bandicoot game but like i may go back and pick up like the remastered collection like just to um kind of like work up to this or i might just buy this buy this like solo because like i love platformers um vader immortal i have on my oculus quest so like cool that's awesome that more people will get to play that um 
Spelunky like is totally going to be my jam. I never played the first one, but like I love a good roguelite and like this is the type of game that like they release like a new run every day. So you do, you do like a little daily run. I can see myself getting so addicted to this like um very 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 excited to like play that. And then probably the crown jewel for me um is the uh uh Alan Wake for uh control. Like I never played uh Alan Wake and I've been like waiting like specifically like for this expansion to like kind of know like when it's coming out. And this is going to be the thing. Like I think sometime probably before the end of the year I will play through Alan Wake. I'm gonna buy this um so I can play it on control because I really liked control and um I've always been curious about Alan Wake. So like this is it's a good game, but it was fucking creepy, man. I like I like so it's, yeah, it's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing that game and like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little bitch when it comes to like scary games and but that one's like unsettling, man. It's like, but it's good, but it's good. That's the the, the most I've gotten through a game like that. But I don't know if I don't remember if I finished it or not. But you have to let me know how that goes for you. Now that uh, I'm sorry, uh, dear listeners, you can't see what I'm seeing. But now that Robbie Bobby Miller really has his hands full, I want to. Uh, Ask him, uh, you know, when he gets settled, do you, do you have any thoughts on the state of play? Did you watch the state of play? Um, sorry for... Bobby watched the state of play. I missed it. I you missed, missed it. it. Okay. But uh, uh, I'm going in the so elevator. Give me one second. If I can describe the scene for our listeners, because, you know, like, fuck it. Like, the, the, this is just what the show, what the show is now. Uh, Bobby Miller on camera is uh, presumably balancing his cell phone carrying a tray of drinks with a mask on and is sort of like seesawing uh the point of view on his camera um in, going into a building or an ele- elevator i guess uh, i don't know where he is like for all i know he's uh, he's doing a clandestine deal with like some yakuza gangsters in a warehouse somewhere um but it is a sight to behold <laughs> we love just bringing them a quick meal a quick meal yeah yeah um a sight to behold um I know a lot of people really like care about auto chess. Like, um, that's something I think that's been on PC only, which is like a spinoff of, uh, Dota or league of legends. Like one of those games, like cool. The more people get to play that. Um, somebody can correct me if, if you know where it's gone off. I see it. I see it on uh, my phone all the time, like advertised on the play store and stuff, but like, that's the only place I've ever seen it. It's the biggest, most popular thing that like most of us like have never heard of. Like where it has a huge following, but it's like a very specific type of person. So yeah. Um Yay. Oh, he must oh, be no. home. Well cool. uh so we can breathe a sigh. Bobby is uh not, not doing with the Yakuza. Clan- yeah, clandestine deal with uh Yakuza. Um that brings us kind of like towards the end of the podcast. We'll we'll start winding down a little bit. We're doing very good on time this week. Um, let me make sure that I didn't miss anything here. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, this will tie into what we're playing, no doubt. We're a little Ghost of Tsushima talk. I know that at least three of us, if not four, have been playing that game. Um, so, George, I'll go, go to you first. Like, what have you been playing? And tell us a little bit more about your thoughts on Ghost. I fucking love this game, man. It's fucking great. Um, it is mm-hmm. quickly becoming one of my favorite games um and on the playstation on ps4 ever um and 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 i think i'm trying to think of what i've played this year but 
but I think it might be my favorite game this uh, this year. I am enjoying it more than Last of Us 2, though I enjoyed Last of Us 2 quite a lot. Um, I just feel like this game gets so many things right um, and so many things um, – like so many things that we've seen so many times before, but they do it tastefully, do it well, uh, and do it right. Um, from the collectibles, through the exploration – I love the game, man. I'm I'm enjoying it um, a lot. Uh, I don't know where you guys are at, so I don't want to spoil too much because I know I'm a little bit ahead of Chris. I'm in Act Three, um, so I'm in the the third section or third island. Um, cool. So I won't spoil anything. Um, I will say that um, in Act, like you know, I feel like in Act One and Two, the first two uh, sections of the island, the your natural exploration to clear up the island was was pretty like seamless like you know as you did the missions for or different tales different quests you eventually got through most of the island naturally that i won't tell you the reasons why but in act three that shit it goes out the window like you're here then there and like and that is a little bit <laughs> cheers bobby uh that it, it is a little bit annoying um that you will you will spend <laughs> more time uh more time on the uh, on the horse um than than normal trying to clear out some of the area um but but there's a re- reason for it and it's understandable the, it, it, even if it's a little bit clunky but um game is beautiful the story and the cast are top notch um you know you'll you'll eventually start ending some of those tales that you've been with so far in in the third act um, and it's awesome just to seeing like those the, the character development, the progression. Uh, you know these people, you know from Sensei Shikawa or Lady Masako, like like their their transformation throughout their quests. You know, like uh, Lady Masako is like searching for revenge. Um, you know, you know you'll you'll see how that ends. And and Sensei Shikawa is trying to you know get back his troubled protege. Um, oh boy, it's, it's really good stuff. You know, like I mean, well written. The acting is great, um, and and I personally, I mean, I know some people said that he was kind of boring. You know, kind of like 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 bland. But I kind of I kind of lo- love um, uh, Jin, man. I, I like seeing his struggle um, as as the story progresses. You know, I thought I thought it was going to be a little bit more like you get to kind of pick, uh, um, you know, like light side, dark side type thing. But no, it's very much linear, and, and and he starts to become more comfortable with who he is. You know, you start to see it more and more as the game progresses, and it's and it's nice to see him like like grow, uh, for better or for worse, into you know doing what he needs to do. Um, obviously, I haven't finished it yet. I just barely into Act Three, but I can't wait. Um, you know, I don't feel like the game is predictable at all. Um, very curious to see how how everything's going to end up. Uh, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm loving it, man. And, and you're, you're gonna definitely have some heartbreakers. I think I shed a tear, one aspect in the game, and in, in Act Three, um, it's good shit, man. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? You guys can say anything because I've, I, I'm ahead of you guys. So before, before you, uh, is there anything else you've been playing? So we're gonna tie these two things together. So I mean, Destiny, yeah, we yeah. know. <laughs> no, I mean it's the same shit all the time, right? But Fall Guys, right? I mean, we we picked up Fall Guys the other day. Um, yeah, you know, we we'll play some more of that today. Stupid, dumb fun. <laughs> um, yeah, you kind of look like what Bobby looks like right now as one of the characters there. Um, it's a it's a fun game. I wish there was a tad more skill involved into it. Um, 
you definitely need a little bit of dumb luck to get through it. I guess that's part of the game, but I wish there was a little bit more control that you had, at least in the first couple levels where it's just chaotic, you know, and you could get literally herded, you know, a herd can just run over you and you can't recover from it. Um, but you get back in the game quickly. There's some connection issues, you know, things that it's working out, but it's fun. Um, other thing that I just started to play that I really recommend that's worth trying, Grounded. A um, lot of fun. I'm still in the tutorial, um, but but I can tell it's gonna it, it's a game that's gonna be fun. It's like a survival type game, um, but it, you can do it multiplayer and you can do the tutorial. You can do everything multiplayer. There's different. It seems like the crafting and and, and survival stuff and building kits is very very deep, um, surprisingly deep for a game that's just four gigabytes. I don't understand, um, but um, looks pretty cool. Um, and I, I can't wait to play more of that. So hopefully I'll have some more to, to talk about on the next show, but it looks like it's going to be uh, pretty fun. Zach, hit us with your ghost thoughts. And uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still on Act 2. Uh, I mean, I, I'm with George, man. I love the game. I think it's very, very good. Um, I personally like uh, The Last of Us 2 better if we're comparing Sony exclusives for the year, but um man yeah they definitely killed it and then i read that um like the yakuza game director was even like this game should have been made in japan that's how good it is like so like that's that i feel like that's if you're sucker punch you have to just be like that's such like one of the best things you could probably hear you know coming from you know um a, a western um uh what's the word i'm looking for developer or whatever you know in uh yeah that that's awesome i i love the game i th- I think it's awesome i love Jin. i don't think he's boring at all i think he his his emotions his his attitude and everything fits his his character and like yeah i, I don't find him boring at all um i i love the game i think it's i think it's awesome i can't wait to see where the story goes uh, i love all the side characters and everything too so um yeah definitely loving that uh, not playing too much else. Otherwise, I've been playing uh, Gears Five multiplayer a little bit, um, and uh, I, I I I did just beat um, Overcooked Two three stars on every level. Um, that game is so much fun, um, and uh, I'm probably gonna get the season pass to play the DLC because I just want more of that game. And uh, it's pretty much yeah all I've all I've really been playing. Awesome. Uh, Bobby, do we still have you, buddy? Uh, what have you been playing? And uh, if you're playing Ghost, give us your thoughts. Uh, combo here. Uh, I, I bought it. Um, I opened price? it. And did I bring it with me? I think I did. Uh, I brought it with me on vacation in Ocean City. We're oh, down the beach. That's why I'm that having problems. That was the whole dinosaur putt-putt. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why do your fluorescents look like like a, a hotel? Oh no, that's our that's our basement. You know, we have giant dinosaurs, pup pup volcanoes. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> anyway. <I'm, laughs> no, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, Fall Guy. Was it Fall Guys? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was playing that a little bit. I got second place once. Oh fuck yeah! Buddy. I have that's not won. Well, it was that last one with the little hexagons where you got to keep jumping, and he bumped into me at the end. We were both on the last two, and then I fell before him. The way his little fat guy. Bump me down, and then I got second place, and then I got a download. We it. To the, yeah, it's, it was great. It's, it's a good, fun game. I don't long term. I don't know because it's kind of looks like it's doing a seasonal system. Uh, but uh, 
it's a good game, but I don't think long term it's going to be great. But yeah, yeah, they'd have to introduce like more levels and stuff like that and di- different little challenges. But... With with the popularity, like you know, they already like today. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, CD hey, Project Red and the developer. Um, I forget like the name. Of the I developer. am live. Come out. Guys, you're gonna <laughs> break that tablet. Kennedy, answer it on the computer. So you can pretty Tell much it's already. It's ringing on my phone. It's oh ringing over God. there. It's ringing over there. It's ringing in there. Ring a ding ding. Pick it up. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling Adam to keep that in. Uh, so like, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but like, um, like the CD Projekt Red, like developer of Cyberpunk and The Witcher, like both their official Cyberpunk and Witcher. Uh, accounts like were like uh chimed in to the developer of fallout a uh, fallout guys on like the fallout guys uh um i don't know fall fall guys i don't know why i said fallout but fall guys like a twitter account and said like hey dm us like for a collaboration right like so like uh, yeah i mean you gotta imagine new levels and skins right like give me like a Geralt skin give me a cyberpunk skin like this is the type of game that will keep people playing it you just throw like a new level every couple of months, like a new like mini game, and like have like all kinds of cool skins. Like I think the longevity will be there. Um, it seems like the kind of game that like I'll probably be like you know four months from now be sitting down and like randomly be like shit. I want to play a couple rounds of like Fall Guys, right? Like and just pop in and see see how I do, right? Like um, anything else, Bobby, besides Fall Guys and um, Ghosts that you've not unwrapped. Oh no, he's unwrapped. Uh, ghost. No, not not. Yeah, I unwrapped it. I, I want to say I put it in. I might have installed it. I think I did. Progress. He might. He might turn it on and up. And well, see, I oh oh, oh <laughs> that's what had happened. I put it in and I installed it, and then somebody sent me a message that they platinumed uh, the Last of Us two. So it was like a personal challenge. So I went back and started playing that again. That's what it was. So I put Ghost in and switched it for the Last of Us on on brand man so uh yeah i have been playing lots of ghosts um as well i had vacation this past week so i didn't get to play as much as i wanted to i'm also in act two i would say like three quarters of the way through that like a whole section now like i've uncovered most of the map i've done a vast majority of like the tales like both like the unnamed tales the ones like involving all the different characters um i find it very mass effecty in that way like like the more you invest into like the side characters, like the more you kind of get out of the game. So I like that. Um, I don't think Jin's boring, but I don't think he's like exciting. But they can't all be Geralt Rivia, I guess. Um, uh, but like, I think it's like a really good example of a game that like when you have good gameplay design, like that goes a long way with everything, right? Like, uh, there's a good core story, like which is awesome. Like, I think the core story is really great. Um, good cast of supporting characters, but like more importantly, like that game just feels good. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing in the game. Like if you're looking for a shrine or fox den, like and like all of it matters. Like you know, I thought I was gonna get sick of doing fox dens, and then it was like, oh, like if you do like five more fox dens, like your charms like get more powerful. Now I'm definitely have a reason to do more fox dens, you know, and um. So I think it's just a really well-designed quality of life stuff. Like, oh my God, not having to get off your fucking horse to collect a flower or bamboo. Like, like I haven't heard a lot of people mention that, but like what a game changer that is. Like to not slow me down. I can like 
wipe it and grab it like while i'm great um i started carrying but i haven't played too much like on vacation because i wasn't feeling that so i switched over to bro force on the switch because i think i bought it for like three dollars or something and like what a dumb fun game that is it's like every action hero imaginable and i know this is an old game so you have to but like um so like it's like pun names for like so like you you'll play a level and it's like fully destructible environments to like kind of 2d uh contra graphics like where like you know if you shoot at the wall it's gonna blow up and like there's barrels and everything just fucking explodes and like there's like hostages and cages and like when you unlock a hostage after a certain number of hostages like you unlock a new hero so like instead of like um i don't know like robocop you get brobocop and like every hero has like their own special abilities um every time you rescue a hostage it'll swap your hero out for a random one that you've unlocked has a great gameplay loop it's dumb it's silly like um and as a fan of like 80s action movies like it's like really hitting that like um you know like kind of like or scratching that itch of like plays it has couch co-op i guess so i think that's it oh and fall guys of course i'm gonna be streaming that tonight so um which i think uh everyone's kind of described it as i would like longevity don't know how it'll be i agree with george it's a little bit of dumb luck i think there's like more the more i play it the more i'm like well there's like some skill involved um for sure like some of the modes like i like better than the others but um yeah it's it's a phenomenon right now so i'll be enjoying it for foreseeable future and then of course like destiny occasionally like doing the weekly stuff as always for you guys playing ghost um as i wish i had known this um don't don't set off to finish act two until you've done just about everything that you want to do in that um yeah in that in that island like try to clear everything out as much as you want to do like you will be able to come back to it it just there'll be some time where it won't be it won't be uh accessible for a little bit and yeah i wish i had known that cool also speaking of couch co-op coming back to halo they yep. took it out of Halo 5, which was awful. Yep. I am a big fan of uh, couch co-op in general. So, yeah. Big fan. How else can you run swords and shotguns on lockout and have bragging rights to all your friends? <sighs> I mean, online, I guess, but it's not as good. It's not as sweet. Yeah, nah, you can't talk. You can't reach I, I, over and like taste the ears. Yeah, exactly. I want to look right in his face and tell him that he sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, Bobby, I didn't know you were on vacation, but thanks for joining us on vacation. And uh, Zach, George, um, thank you guys as well. Does anybody want to plug anything before we go? Nope. All right. Well, I have a working AC, so I'll be streaming again on Mondays and Thursdays. So you'll be able to catch me on twitch.tv slash rental rush. You can find me on Twitter at it's Waterman. And um, we appreciate the listens. Uh, if you have not in a while, definitely give us a uh, share, you know, to your friends, like let, let, let them know if you enjoy the show, give us a rating on iTunes or, you know, Spotify, Android, wherever you get the show. We we'll appreciate five uh, stars. All, all of those things. Yeah. Five stars or get out. Right. Um, and yes, until next week, it has been our pleasure. <laughs>